Hi, and welcome to the Beloved Bride podcast. This is Misty House, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. This is a podcast for helping women discover their royal identity in Christ and grow in relationship and intimacy with our bridegroom, King Jesus. Well, today's message is titled, Awake You Sleeper, Watch and Pray. How many of Jesus' followers have fallen asleep? They've grown tired and weary and are completely worn out and exhausted mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This is nothing new in the family of God. In the Garden of Gethsemane, the disciples failed to stand watch and pray in a critical hour. Three times Jesus found his followers sleeping. Let's read the story in Matthew 26 through uh, Matthew 26, 36 through 46. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. This is a sad story to me. In a time when Jesus asked for the help of his children, his friends, his followers, they couldn't deliver because their spirit was willing, but their flesh was weak. I believe this story is also true for Christ's followers today. I believe Jesus is in heaven praying and interceding to the Father on our behalf, on behalf of our health, our peace and prosperity, our marriage and the sanctity of that institution, our children and future generations, the ungodliness, lawlessness and immorality taking place in this world, and our freedom and liberation as a nation. And He wants us to help and join Him in praying His kingdom come His will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. But many are too tired and too weak to watch and pray. With fervent prayer, Jesus won the battle of decision at Gethsemane. Here the disciples should have been watching Jesus pray to the Father and taking note how to overcome temptation and achieve victory through watching and praying. In his anguish and dark hour of weakness, Jesus made his request repeatedly to God to take this cup of suffering from him, yet not his will, but God's will be done. An angel appeared to him in the secret place of prayer and surrender, and he gained the strength to rise and not retreat. 
to face the challenge ahead and meet his betrayer, Judas, with a kiss. Jesus could have fled. He could have hid. Instead, he relied on God to fill him up so that he could receive the strength to give himself up and fulfill the will of God to the finish, to the cross. Jesus demonstrated that it is not in our power to stand without God's help and assistance. We must watch and pray. In this dark hour, so many believers have fallen asleep. We've grown tired and complacent and therefore have fallen into temptation. I'm not pointing fingers here. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I get it. The body of Christ is exhausted. We're living in troubling times. This week, I was having my normal quiet time and I fell asleep during meditation. I was waiting and watching for the Lord to come and meet with me and the next thing I know, I was out. I awoke and Jesus spoke, where'd you go? I don't even know, Lord, I fell asleep. How many of us are doing the same thing? We're physically and spiritually sleeping. Our hearts are willing, but our flesh is weak. We're too tired to stand, partner with Jesus in prayer, and meet the enemy head on. Perhaps you've grown tired in praying for your marriage, or over your spouse, or for a sick loved one, or that dire situation. You've grown tired in believing that God can turn around what the enemy meant for harm, and use for the good of those who love Him and have been called according to His purpose. Meanwhile, while you've been sleeping, the enemy has been moving. I believe Jesus wants to wake up His church. The enemy is approaching and advancing continuously in the dark of night, and we need to engage in this fight. This is our hour. We must be alert and active. We must remain watchful and prayerful. We can't fall asleep now. I believe Jesus comes to us today to say, Rise, let us go. Rather than retreat, let's advance. Let's advance the kingdom and fulfill the will of God. Ephesians 5.14 says, For this reason, he says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Oh, how we need the light from the Son of Man to shine on us and awaken us from our slumber. We are like the walking dead moving about in the sleeping death. I talk more about the sleeping death in my upcoming book, Emergence, and share what I believe the sleeping death represents. So be watching and waiting for this book to launch very soon. I'll be announcing when it will be available any day now. God doesn't want spiritual zombies. He wants spiritual warriors, but not ones who draw by the sword and try to fight back with physical force. We are to fight with heavenly force. I want to pick up in our story where Jesus was arrested in Matthew 26, 47 through 52. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd, armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions, which we know was Peter, reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. 
put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? Peter's hands would have been put to better use if they would have been clasped in prayer. Rather than going after others with drawn swords, sharp words, or tight fists, we should pray and watch God deliver healing and deliverance to those who betray, accuse, and come after us. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-6 The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, being ready to punish every act of disobedience when your own obedience as a church is complete. Perhaps everything taking place in our day must happen. Otherwise, would God allow it? Just as God allowed Jesus to be be betrayed into the hands of men in order for the greatest revival and awakening to occur at Christ's resurrection, perhaps today this darkness must occur in order for us to witness the greatest revival, awakening, and kingdom harvest we've ever seen. Perhaps this world needed a shaking and a quaking so that there could be a waking. A new day is coming. I believe the church is about to witness her brightest hour. Wake up and welcome the harvest. Usher in revival through your prayers. Keep watch. The light is about to break through and God wants his people ready, watching, waiting, and warring in the spirit. But in order for us to arise from our slumber and stay alert and awake, we must find our rest in him. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy, to bear and my burden is light. As his disciples, we are renewed and refreshed in the glorious light of his presence. Our spirit is willing, our flesh is weak, but he is strong. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So there it is. There's the good news and hope we have as followers of Jesus. If you're tired, weary, and sleepy, then pray repeatedly, faithfully, and steadfastly that God's strength and power may rest upon you. You don't want to be sleeping during the church's greatest hour. 
I say it again, awake sleeper and arise from the dead and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Dear Lord, light us up, Jesus. Shine on us. Put a holy fire in your followers. Awaken our spirits to watch and pray. Father, your body of believers, your church is tired. May your mighty power come and rest upon us. Send your angels to strengthen us. Revive our wearied hearts and weak flesh so that we may stand guard in this dark hour, praying and contending in the ongoing spiritual battles and not fall into temptation. I pray that we will witness a mighty turnaround and a great awakening, just like when you were handed over but rose again, liberating all men. Do it again, God, in this hour. Awaken your church. Revive, resurrect, and redeem your people from the sleeping death. We lay down our lives, our wills, and our swords for the sake of your glory. Bring healing, deliverance, and salvation to the nations. May your kingdom come, your will be done in us, through us, and for us here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I pray that you will also agree with me and stand in that prayer and say amen with me. I pray this message was a blessing to you. Thank you for joining me today. Remember that as a daughter of God, you are the beloved bride of Christ and your bridegroom, King Jesus, is crazy in love with you.